L-A-S. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Hey, it's me, Lindsay. Just wanted to say that if you are enjoying the show and want to support us and other local creators like us, consider joining LAS Plus for just $10 a month. This is our premier subscription service that gets you all sorts of perks like ad-free episodes and exclusive bonus content for shows on the network and deals at LAS Live shows. For example, our show, uh, What Do You Want to Talk About Live at Opus Cafe on July 22nd, LAS Plus subscribers get discounts on drinks at the bar. Check out LAS Plus at lasmediagroup.com slash plus. And thank you so much for listening. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Hey, let's, let's talk. talk. That was horrible. Yeah, well, we'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. I'm Jason Alberti. And I'm Lindsay Prince. I am a dad of two boys, a comedy writer, and I love medieval literature. I'm the mom of two girls, a comedy writer, and I love TikTok. We are friends and writing partners. But what we really like to do is talk. That's right. Hey, Jason. Yes, Lindsay? What do you want to talk about? Okay, so today, um, I've been thinking about this I, uh, for the last 53 years. <laughs> today, I want to talk about shit I just don't understand. Oh, I like it. Okay. So, um, okay. Uh, string theory and particle physics. Oh, fucking shit I, ass. No, God bless America. I'm joking. Ugh. I'm joking. I, I understand everything about string theory I'm and particle sure physics. No, I just, oh, I was like, okay, this is going to be good. And then you're like, yeah, me. no, no, no. When I'm, when I'm at a party and I don't want to talk to people, I yeah. bring up string theory and particle <laughs> physics. That's smart. And it usually, yeah. I like it. Um, no, so, uh, okay. So there, something, I don't know if I would say profound, okay, but something profound-ish uh, occurred to me yesterday. Okay, and uh, might get. Uh, we will get to that at some point. Okay, probably in the second half of the show okay. because <laughs> that's how assholes work. <laughs> but that's, that's not how assholes. Work. It started. It started yeah, making I, me uh, uh, realize how kind of f fascinating stuff I don't understand is to me, mm -hmm. even though it can, it can, some of it can be mind numbingly, uh, anger causing. Okay. Which we'll get into some of that today oh. as well. Uh, one, and I know, I know we've talked about this before. Yeah. But I can't stop thinking about it because it is in the forefront of everything that's happening today. And oh. that is the doubling down on stupidity. Oh. When, when facts simply don't matter to people. Right. And I read an article yesterday about how when, when you are speaking to somebody who has disregarded facts. Yes. That in your conversation with them, if you're able to talk together, mm -hmm. which even that is questionable these days, that you should never, ever, ever 
bring up facts. Your conversation should come directly from personal experience and personal emotion. Not that you should become emotional. Right. But that you should be discussing to them Mm -hmm. aspects of the topic, the oftentimes dangerous topic, from a point of view of factless self-experience. Does that make sense? You should do that if you're not talking about facts. If if you're talking to somebody Uh whose position on the topic is... is Void of fact. Void of fact. Okay. And lacking in what I would call uh, uh, reason. Okay. Then if you bring up facts to them... That is an automatic trigger that most of the time causes those individuals to double down on their beliefs. Oh, I, okay, okay. And, okay. and so if, if you begin your discussion with facts, they are instantly closed off. I see. Instantly. And this wa- is assuming you want to try to facilitate a discussion with this person. That's correct. Okay. That's correct. And I, I want to make it clear right here from the very beginning, especially for this for this segment of, of uh-huh. the discussion, it, it does not matter what political spectrum you come from. This is about people who are believing their stomach instead of facts, right? Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, the, the, the truthiness. When, when that word came out, God, two decades ago, uh, I thought it was hilarious. But, you know, he nailed it. Stephen Colbert came up with that oh, truthiness. truthiness. It's okay. when, when you feel like something is true, even though it's not. Okay. And, and that's where we're living today. We're living in a place where people feel like things are true, even though they're not. Okay. And they're willing to make that a hill to die on. Okay. Right? So... You're speaking very generally, like just in the ways that people, not any issues in particular, everything is very. Absolutely. Right. I mean, you're, you're, you, let's talk about electric cars. Oh. You know, <laughs> uh, electric cars is a great idea. Yeah. But, but right now, the downside, the dark side that nobody's talking about is what the fuck do you do with those batteries when they run out? Oh, what do you do? Well, that's a good question. Do they? Re- I thought they recharged. No. After a certain time, you have to trade out those batteries. There are people who purchased uh, who purchased Teslas. Yeah. That found out when they have to replace their battery, uh-huh. it's a forty thousand dollar charge. What? Yeah. To replace the battery. To replace the battery, so your car can fucking go. So, th- th- I mean, that's, that's just insane. that's just the financial. Right. I'm talking about the ecological. Right. I know that's what you're right? talking about. Right. So on the, on the surface of it, mm-hmm. it, it seems like electric cars is absolutely the way to go. In my mind, it is. Okay. But there are people that are electric car advocates that refuse to see any downside to it. I see what you're saying. And so the facts for them don't matter. What matters is the feeling that 
boy, this thing feels true to me. Right. It feels better. It, it feels, feels better. better. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, we're certainly people in my friend group are most of the time harping on the far right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there are there are people grounded in their own lack of reason. Yes, on, on the other side. Every yeah, side. of course. So when... When I was reading this article, it in the article it it was talking about the the fact that there are now tons of researchers out there researching this issue. It wasn't an issue mm-hmm. twenty years ago, thirty years ago. The truthiness. The truthiness. Okay. That that people would simply not that people. Um, on mass like yeah. today. There were, of course, people on the fringes mm-hmm. of uh, fact. Right. Uh, you know, forever. There's there has been there has been the crazy guy standing in the middle of the medieval village mm-hmm. screaming about something that's not right. true. Right? right. And that's right. it's going on now. Part of the problem now is that they've got a free uh, social network yes. that they can they can get their crazy out. Yes, right? several, uh, several. Mm-hmm. I, I I so I was bitching about this to um, in our writers room uh-huh. group, and um, uh, a, a a couple of the uh, the people in the writers room suggested that I read this that I read this book called uh, uh, On the Edge, Flat Earthers. Conspiracy oh. culture and why people will believe anything. Yes, by uh, a journalist named Kelly Weil, W E I L L. And I have to tell you, <laughs> I was three quarters into this book, thinking, "Why am I pummeling myself with oh. anecdote after anecdote after anecdote?" of people who don't give a shit about facts. It was yeah. just making me so um, depressed, hopeless about society. Because they don't care about fact. Because they don't care about facts. And what they do is they they were going out and... Uh, purposefully mm-hmm. screwing around with what they would refer to as scientific uh, uh, experiments to prove for them that the world was flat. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, okay. And what she, she started this, she started this whole research, uh, journalist, research like 30 years ago before the internet oh my when when it was truly just a little fringy thing and she thought it was interesting and kind of cute Mm -hmm. the flat earth thing the flat earth thing so she has seen this explode right well if if information can you know we're all getting a lot more information, yeah. good, bad, and otherwise. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, 
she 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 follows the whole the whole flat earth thing which did not occur until the mid 1800s when it was in a book as a joke oh really and then some as a joke as a joke oh boy uh it was um uh uh oh man my mind i can't remember the dude's name i should uh he wrote wrote a book he wrote sleepy hollow um uh, washington irving oh washington irving wrote a um a sort of jokey biography about columbus the dude who didn't discover America, but we say discovered America. Right. <laughs> um, and and in it, he had this little jokey moment about how all his sailors were afraid they were going to sail off the edge of the earth. Right. People since joke. before the Greeks have known the earth is a sphere. Okay. I know it's an oblate spheroid, whatever, fuck you. I get it. <laughs> Spheres, sphere is easier. Um, but I like so, that you had to get it in there that, uh, you, just, that uh, you knew the actual. Right, right, <laughs> right. Um, so uh, humans have known forever mm-hmm. that the world is a sphere. Um, and so this came in as a joke. Some minister from Britain grabbed the idea and that's where it started and now it's i mean now there are documentaries about this about flat earth about flat earth Uh, and well yeah does that kind of fit into like conspiracy theories and without a doubt absolutely because because of that everything nasa has done Mm -hmm. to them is a lie um the the national weather service is a lie um the National Weather Service is a lie? Because they say that the world is a globe. Oh, I see. Um, <laughs> okay. That um, uh, world uh, education is a lie because they're all saying that the, that the earth is a globe. Uh, it's, it's just, it, it's proliferated everything. And now there are these, these two factions. Mm-hmm. There, are, there are the flat earthers mm-hmm. that are essentially... Earth is flat, mm-hmm. nothing else, who consider themselves the the sane ones. And then there are the flat earthers that literally <laughs> are also white supremacists. Okay. Um, every conspiracy theory you can think about, anti-vaxxers, <laughs> um, the world is a shithole <laughs> and trying to kill us and yep. all this other stuff. John F. Kennedy's coming back to... Abs- absolutely. Take over. Absolutely. Of all that. What what she what what Weil has done for me has made me stray a little bit from my um, these people are fucking crazy and they make me angry. Okay. To okay, I get it at some level. They feel like th- these are humans who feel like they have little or no control over anything. And this is something that they can grasp onto, find a community with, and makes them feel like they have knowledge that others don't, Mm -hmm. which gives them a sense of power and control. I get it. Mm. I get it. Doesn't make it better. No, but they they believe they have facts. 
they believe they have facts. And that's, and, and that's what's happening here mm-hmm. right now with our political stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, in my mind, you know, there's a dude in our neighborhood who flies a Trump 2024 flag. Mm-hmm. And my thought is, if after the hearings that are going right, on now, right, right. you are still a proponent of Trump, you are either a white supremacy fascist mm-hmm. or you're an idiot. Ooh. But that's yeah. not true. There are perfectly intelligent, thoughtful, non-racist human beings that for some unknown reason still think Trump got screwed in the election. And so just to play devil's advocate, I, this is something I think about a lot in, in these political discussions is that I have to get I have to have to also recognize that there are those people that you just described that look at us the way you look at us the way you just described. Absolutely. Before the way you just described that person. Yeah. <laughs> like where we have our facts that we believe are facts and they have their facts that they believe are facts and they're, and, and so it's, so, um, I, I, I say us, but I mean like, uh, left leaning liberal Democrats, whatever, um, that we sit and go, I mean, I just don't understand what's so hard about this. Why do these people, why are they so dumb? Why do they believe this? What the, here are the facts. And they're saying the same thing. Absolutely. Around their campfire. That, <laughs> That is the two camps. That's, See, that's what I meant. By that's that. the crazy thing that yeah. makes it so I don't understand it. What don't you understand? Th- that that there could be two sets of facts. Th- th- well, <laughs> clearly there are not right, two that's sets what I of mean. facts here. But the people that have facts mm-hmm. think they have facts. Yes. And the people who don't have facts think they have facts. And right. there's no. There seems to be no way for those. For those two groups to speak to each other, anymore. yeah, because they because they do believe they know mm-hmm. with with every fiber of their being that they have the uh, you, you do they do thinks that they have the the absolute facts yeah. the real information yeah um, I think we have so much information. Um, my mom said this when I was uh, raising kids. She's like, "You guys know too much now." And she's like, it's way too complicated because you know too much. She's like, when we were raising kids, we didn't have access to all this information. And so we weren't racked with anxiety about our choices because we weren't bombarded with information. And I feel kind of like that's true in every aspect of our lives. There's just too much, almost too much information. Ignorance is a little but a bliss. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) And well, and then we could agree upon facts. Because um, what we also now know is what has been brought to light through documentaries and all of these, you know, again, more information is that they're uh, the the underbelly of so much of what we have spent generations just accepting as 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 fact, the church, the government, you know, these, you know, the underbelly of all of that has been exposed more so in the last um, 20 years Mm -hmm. with the with the onslaught of the internet Mm. um or the the perversion um that i feel like uh, that that's part of the that's that's the i shouldn't say that's the biggest issue that we've too we know too much but kind of yeah kind of 
Yeah. <laughs> and I think people are getting information conflated with fact. Mm-hmm. You know, well, information is not fact. Fact can be explained through information. Mm-hmm. But we have too much information. Mm-hmm. It's oh, hard to sift through it all. And there are people who have no problem profiting off of inventing, creating uh, facts. Mm-hmm. Right. And even knowing full well that it's not. And that's, I think, for me, watching it is as somebody who does, that's just beyond my comprehension that right. someone is okay with knowing that they're getting up on a world stage and saying just completely false things, knowing that a large group of people are going to believe it. Yeah. Things that they don't believe themselves. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's just beyond, beyond. And so, but then, but then you've got, so there we go back. It's like, that's an, you know, any authority figure, you know, whether, whether I, I don't want to name names because I don't want to make it too pointed. Uh, I've already named names. Well, so you, you, I don't, mean, you don't have it, to, but, you but know. I just, I, you know, it's like when I, 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 I it like, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to get into it, but, um, I, I, well, I, I don't know. I don't even know how to talk about it. <laughs> giga, giga, giga. Yeah. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. So that's one of those things that I don't understand. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm trying to understand it, but I don't know that I will ever get to a point where I can understand it. You know? No, I don't know that there is an understanding to come to about I, it. I don't either. I don't either. Uh, and I don't I don't know how to get out of where, where we are right now. And, no. Yeah. yeah um, I think we're all just, I think we should all just go to bed. Because it's just, <laughs> right. it's, 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 it's hopeless. Yeah. And hope it, hope, <laughs> hope it's just a dream. And, and well, it's sort of like you're, you know, it's like climbing out of a, of a hole of a dirt hole that's with muddy walls, you know, and you're trying to figure yeah. it out. And some people just keep trying to climb to, Oh, how do we get the facts? How do we get people to understand? How do we, and some people just sit down Yeah, and they're just like, you're like, we're just going to sit here right. in the mud. Yeah. And just fucking, you know, I don't know. My ass is wet already. Yeah, I'm just exactly. going to sit down in the mud and. It's exhausting. It's like, cause, and I'm not saying that's what we should do, but, um, it's just, uh, I don't know what your, what your real question is. Are you saying, how do you, how do you. I don't have, I don't oh. really have a question. Oh. I, I'm just, I'm, uh, just interested today in, um, talking about shit. I just don't understand. <laughs> that's, yeah. and, and, and that, that's the biggie. Okay. Uh, let's, can yes. we pivot a little bit? Of course. So. Only, uh, only if you say it three times while we hold a couch. Pivot? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he probably, he probably doesn't get that reference. I don't, is that some TikTok dance kind oh of thing? Oh my God. Pivot! It's a uh, friend's reference. Oh, oh, that's the, that was that game show with. Okay, we're, okay. we're, we're done. You're done. <laughs> You're done. I guarantee you most of the people listening are are nodding their heads. They, sh- they know what I'm talking I'm about. I'm sure they are. Was that sure. Ross? The yes. Ross the Yells pivot? Yes. And Chad, Chandler mocks him, I That's believe. a Ross thing to it, do. Because yeah. uh, they're trying to get a couch up some stairs. Yeah. And so Ross is like, pivot, pivot, <laughs> pivot. And I think Chandler's like, pivot. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, I, I heard something yesterday about Ross. What's Ross's last name? Geller. Ross Geller, Geller. with a G, yeah. Uh, doctor, uh, no He's a paleontologist. Yes, yes, yes. Um, 
I have no, no it's David Schrim- Schwimmer. Schwimmer, yeah. <laughs> there is there is literally a paleontologist, a famous paleontologist no named David Schwimmer. Oh, that's awesome. Who that's incredible. Who was was a famous paleontologist <laughs> before the Friends show even came on. Oh, the dude's like in his seventies. Well, it'd be pretty pretty crazy if he was like, "My name's David Schwimmer. I'm going to become a famous paleontologist." <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, like <laughs> like the 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 chicken egg. I the, mean, the gynecologist in Des Moines, uh, Harold Beavers. That's that's a true one. <laughs> Uh, who who is Harold Beavers? Who is literally across the hall from a Doctor Fingerman? Not, yeah, you told uh, me. Uh, yeah, that. just I mean, come on. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you just have to chase for, you chase for to, the ring. Well, what's the? Well, I won't. But there's car dealerships that like dick with them. I'm dick sorry, with them. but come Absolutely. on. Dick Ramsey's a good what one is, too. <laughs> I love Dick Ramsey. But I mean, dick with them at a car dealership. Sure. Yeah. There. Um. Uh, one of the uh, ah. uh, one of the main vocalists at a. Yes, people, church I used to attend uh, was named Dick Warming. Dick Warming? Yeah, Warming. Yeah, that's not very, I mean, well, it's, it's a church. I mean, if it would have been it, like, you know. What did you say? Was Mormon? No. Morbid? I, um, no. What did you? Oh, so I've I had said trouble. Warming. 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 Okay, that's what I thought you said. I'm having trouble hearing words lately. The last, this oh. last year, as people will say things and I hear something totally sure. different. I don't know. Sure. I think my hearing's going. What it's done for me is it's created a great um, continual comedy show in my yes. head. And I've decided that that's the reality I want to live. <laughs> it does become comedic because right. I'm listening to a conversation and somebody says something and I sit there for a minute and stare at them. Because I'm going like what I heard you say is definitely not what you said. Yeah. And I yeah, don't yeah. want to admit that what I thought you said was I've, this other thing. I've, and I've done this to you. I just come to the place where yeah. I'm like, look, I know you didn't say what I heard. Right. Uh, right. So just, you know, repeat it again. <laughs> right. The, the other thing I enjoy doing is when someone is speaking and there's a pause. Yeah. It's it is instinctual now where my brain just automatically puts something into that pause. Mm hmm. And it's something that I desperately want them to say, but it's not going to be the thing that they say, you know, like say someone says, oh, my God, I met the Pope the other day. And I said to him, um, I said, uh, and my brain will say, hey, your holiness, how hangs the hammer? And it's a George Carlin reference okay. about the Pope's penis. Oh, and okay. I I desperately want them to say that, oh, but, but I know they they're not going to say, say that. that. Right. Yeah. Right. So yep. I get that. When there's a pause, mm -hmm. oftentimes I start kind of giggling to myself. Yes. And it really pisses off the person I'm talking to. Oh. By that, I mean my wife. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at? I just, it's just, it's, it's something a weird, that listen, came into my listen, mind. It's, it's a whole routine going on up in my right. head. Right. Well, we're we're off top, but we're staying on topic because those are things we don't understand, which are words that come out of people's I, mouths. I don't understand it either. We don't understand them sometimes. Yeah, things I don't understand. So, um, in in a desperate bid to uh, retain my sanity and yeah. and hope for humanity, mm. one of the things that I do in my spare time is uh, check out uh, animal videos on uh, I love on the YouTube's. Videos. Yeah. Cute um, animal videos or like saving, rescuing animals or that, what is yours? The the one that I've really been on lately. Well, I love the dodo with I was the animal say, rescue. Yeah. But there's, there's this, this one that I've come across that is um, animals asking humans for help. 
Oh gosh, that breaks. Oh, uh, so, so freaking oh, love it. Cool, love it. Like there are, you know, there are kayakers who are mm-hmm. kayaking on the ocean, mm-hmm. which is a totally different thing. I don't understand. But, right. Um, and like a whale or a dolphin that's mm. caught up in a net will come up to the kayak and just sort of swim alongside oh. them, and then that person will be touching this whale. And, and will cut the net off of the whale, and then the whale swims. The away. whale sort of swims away. Mm-hmm. It is. It's. It's amazing to mm-hmm. me. And and one of the things that that does is is it. It. Uh, sort of goes to strengthen my belief mm-hmm. without facts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my my belief that uh, animals are considerably smarter and more sentient, more yes. conscious yes. about the world and the things around them and understanding of yes. that than, than we give them credit for. They real I believe you know. that 100%. Yeah. And you have to, and so you have to treat it. You, you, yeah. I, oh, I love, oh, I love that. There, there's a concurrent to that. Several years ago, I read an article by a biologist who was talking about his theory mm-hmm. that trees speak to each other. Yes. Well, you're like and I'm knocking just off like, all the TikToks here. My God, that is just incredible. Yes. You know? So <laughs> just gonna tell you, there's this woman I follow on TikTok who mm-hmm. is an older woman, but she um she's always uh, like since she was a little kid been able to talk to animals or understand animals. Yeah. And if you watch her videos, I mean it's She's she's not flashy. She's not. She just likes talking to animals. She just likes them, and mm-hmm. and they talk to her. And so somebody will bring her like a, like bring her to like their horse or something like that, and say, you know, oh, we just don't know what's going on. Can't figure it out. And she's like, well, she's, she's she she likes it when you ride her, but she doesn't like it when you ride her over there because of something something something. And my wife has said that as mm-hmm. well. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> And then it's so funny because right now one of the one of the trending things to do on TikTok is to talk to a tree. You stand near a tree and you talk to it and you ask it if it can hear you to have it touch your shoulder. Yeah, yeah. And it takes a little while, but they do touch your shoulder. A a lot of these videos, a lot of them. So it's it is it is amazing. And I just I think there's so much out there that we think we get. And because we as as humans, mm-hmm. probably like most sentient creatures are, mm-hmm. we're so self-obsessed that we cannot imagine that something that does not look like us feels right. the same way that we do. Right. And if you if you try to consider that your uh, animals have personalities and wants and needs and all of that, um, boy, I mean, I think it just it makes you, you're more connected to your animal. You, I agree. You can tell when they're sick. You can, you know, easier. And I don't know. I, I've just... You can just tell if you actually pay attention. Yeah. They really do communicate with you, but you have to be willing to listen. Right. Like, listen to how they, their emotion, you know, just what they, because they can't talk. Right. Oh, God, I, I believe that so much. Have you seen these researchers with the talk pads for dogs? Oh, yes. I was just thinking about that. Bunny. Yeah. Do you follow Bunny? bunny? Yeah. TikTok. What's on I'm other? Sorry. It's on other things besides. No, TikTok. I know, I know. But what we're talking? <laughs> no, I'm talking about Bunny is on TikTok. No, okay. Listen, it's just a platform for information, <laughs> not facts. I know, I know. Yeah. but but the last two times, what I've gotten from you, 
what I have received in my own head oh. from you oh. was, and that's on TikTok, fucker. Oh, no, I just mean, because <laughs> you're always like, is that, is that a fucking dance? Are they gonna da- are you doing more dances? Oh, it's not the place where they do all the dances. And so I'm, it's just funny that you're bringing up stuff that's interesting. And, and my immediate is like, oh, I just saw a TikTok about talking to trees or trees talking to us. And right. with this woman that communicates with animals. And then what was, and then the talking pads. Mm. There's this very famous, you've probably seen Bunny then on your other platform. Sure. Probably on Reels, on Facebook. Facebook, old man. I don't. I don't, don't even know what that is. <laughs> uh, it's just rehashing of TikTok. Yeah. Oh, is it? But I, don't know where I, you've I get seen... all. I get all my stuff from MySpace. So it's... where do you see Bunny, the dog? Oh, YouTube. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but Bunny's amazing. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. And it's a. But I mean, it takes patience, mm-hmm. and they constantly communicate with that dog. Sure. And, uh, and, and use the same words. You know, there's there's also the 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 counter argument that it's simply a Pavlovian thing where the dog understands that this sound means that and that sound means that. And and my response is, well, that's that how is what it children is. learn language. Yeah, that is language what it is. as well. Well, what is? Um, you can't it, take away the fact that the dog is communicating. Absolutely. And so, however that. What, however you want to explain it, yeah. that's fine. I know, but I know, the dog is it. capable of communication. It, it's it's amazing to it me. It is. There are... There and look are, at how happy that dog is. Sure. Yeah. Well, his name's Bunny. I mean, how could he not be... <laughs> uh, there's there's stuff where, where people have uh, cultivated relationships with ravens. Ooh. Uh, because ravens are mm-hmm. arguably the smartest bird. Oh, are they? I don't there's, know. There's a woman that has created a, a puzzle table for mm-hmm. a raven that has befriended her. And so every week she sets out this new kind of puzzle. And at the end, if the raven solves the puzzle, the raven gets this walnut. Oh, okay. Uh, that it, apparently it loves. Sure. Um, you know, the, 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 the things that, that the relationships that people and animals mm-hmm. And animals of different species mm-hmm. have yes. with each other, w- without audible, yeah, hearable language, right, makes me think that there there must be again, not fact, truthiness, but I get it. There must be something going on at some other level. I don't know pheromones or something. Mm that make these two very different species understand each other. Of course. Th- there's a there's a great uh, YouTube uh, channel about mm-hmm. this cat and this owl. Mm. And this cat and this owl fucking love each other. Mm. They, I love that. I mean, they, the, they play with each other. Mm-hmm. They cuddle with each other. And, you know, on the outside, you're thinking, well, that... Either that owl is going to eat that cat, or that cat's going to eat that owl. Right. But they're—that's their friends. They're friends. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Aww. stuff I don't understand that I love. Right. Finally. Do you ever? Have you ever? I get that with plants. Like mm. last night, I was out doing gardening, and I was replanting and planting some things in planters. I know it's late. I don't care. They were on sale. I wanted more plants. Um, and some of the stuff that I was replanting, I was found myself in my head, like talking to it. Mm. Like I was like, okay, now are you going to hang on if I move you to this pot? Mm. And mm-hmm. I think you'll like it better here. I think you can spread out more. Like in my head, I was talking. And then I get up this morning and look and they're all like 
they were, you know, one of them was all flopped over. I'm like, I hope you can make it. You know, right. I hope I didn't just ruin you. I yeah. got up this morning. It's all bright, like tall and bright. I'm like, oh, good job. I totally get that. <laughs> Plants have a tendency to physically shrink away from me Oh, because I buy them en masse and then kill them accidentally. Oh, because you're not prepared for I'm that money. I'm not a good, I'm just not a good gardener. I'm learning. So... So I'm I'm trying. I I say try away. Yeah. And talking is a great thing to do, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But I just that they have an energy, you know. Oh, yeah. Now that's what I mean. It's it's all I think everything's got an energy. Everything that, that uh is uh, uh living mm-hmm. um, has well, even some kind of energy. Not living things, but we well, don't have to go there. But sure. I believe I believe in that. Sure. Yeah. That's why sometimes you don't want to keep things that maybe have a negative Energy. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All and right. well, are we? <laughs> okay. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I I oh. felt a little bit winding down. I was I like, know. oh, I wonder when the heck <laughs> So <laughs> here's the random out. Yes. Oh boy. I had one. I'm not gonna read it because I'm behind the board, baby. Not what I want. Oh no. Uh oh. Uh, I just finished a book. It's the second book in the Stormlight Archive, for anyone wondering. It's really good. Point is, you're both writers. Mm. What are your favorite books? Oh, fuck. Oh. Or stories. It doesn't necessarily have to be a book. Um, yeah. But this is, yeah, no, this is this is me asking. This is from no, Jackson. That, all right, that's cool. This might be where I get canceled. Oh, oh no, no. this is where I get canceled. All right. Yeah, good. I'm, I, I, I love this question. Uh, yep. Dangerous as it might be. Why is it dangerous <laughs> to say your favorite book? We'll get to that in a okay, second. Well, we'll get to that in the end of the second half. For those of you who are willing to listen to the entire show. So one of the people have said to me, you should write a book. And mm. I'm like, I don't read books. So mm-hmm. I don't don't feel like it's right for me to write a book because <laughs> I don't read them. I write, yes, but I can't sit down and read. Um, I have, I have, I don't know what my issue is, but when I sit down and try to read a book, my brain goes 14 directions Mm. and I read a page and then I'll be like, I don't know what I just read Mm -hmm. because I'll get halfway through the page and it'll make me think about something. I'll continue to read, but I realize my brain's over here thinking about the thing that the page made me think about Mm -hmm. and then I have to go back. So it's, it's exhausting. It takes forever for me to read a book. Yeah. So then I'll listen to them, you know, occasionally, but Mm -hmm. most of the books I've read in the last 10 years are parenting or self help. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. So, uh, yeah. So, probably my favorite book is the one that I almost finished recently, which is, I can't think of the name of it. It's Glennon Doyle. It's Glennon oh, Doyle. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's good. I like I like her stuff. Yeah. And Elizabeth Gilbert. Like I don't know her. Yeah. Well, she. Oh, well, maybe I do. Bing. Oh, from uh, Little House. Nope. Different one. She. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Uh, God. See, Before I we d- take our did break. watch television. <laughs> oh, we're not supposed to talk about it yet. Talk about what? Oh, yeah. I started talking about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a, all right. It's, that's it's all right. a good that's topic. Right. It's, it's. Uh, I'd, I'd call it a teaser. You, you teased I teased it because I didn't give any titles. Right. Uh, okay. Before we go to break, though, uh, I mean, I get to sit here and I get to look at you two all day, and I love <laughs> it. But what if they want to look at you? What if the listener? Hi, oh. listener. I see you. I well, don't. My but. address is, and I usually don't shut my curtains until, no. I just think it would be really cool if there was yeah. some sort of event. Oh, gosh, if only there you. was a 
a, a, like a, an event where we were live well, <laughs> and in person. And guess what? As luck would have it. We're doing that. July 22nd 20... at the Opus Cafe in the yes. Paramount Theater. In the Paramount Theater. It's like right next, kind of right there. It's yeah. right next. It's a little cute little cabaret area. That's right. And we're going to be there performing live, a live podcast. We've never done a live podcast. We have no idea what's going to happen, but it'll be Jason and I yeah. <laughs> squirming yeah. on stage. With an audience full of people who are gonna, uh, we're gonna talk about stuff. Yeah, you guys get to uh, get to toss out the themes, mm-hmm. I think, and um, it's a ten dollar ticket. Yep. I There's think a you, bar. There is a bar. There is a bar. And, and if you are uh, a uh, LAS Plus member subscriber, you yeah. you get discounts. You uh, do discount at, at the, the bar. bar. So that's coming up, and um, uh, it's going to come up real quick. Coming up real quick. Real quick. Based on quick. Where, when this little guy is going to hit yeah, the air. July 22nd. Tickets yeah. might be sold out. I don't know. Oh, we'll have to check. I don't know. Yeah. know. Check, out, check it out at the uh, Opus, uh, Opus website, I believe. Arts, alphabetic order, artsiowa.com. Not the, the com's not the alphabetical order part. Right. But. Well, it is a... No, I. Oh, no. no. There's an I. Right. Yeah. Arts, Iowa. Alphabetical. Right. Uh, we, were, we were talking about having comfies. people, people comfies. wear comfies. Comfies. Yeah. Oh, we haven't said anything about that. No, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Say it now. Wear your comfies. Well, you can wear your comfies. Wear your comfies. We were going to say sweats, but it's July. It's July. <laughs> and then we were. You have to wear gray sweatpants. Then, then we were talking about. You know, wearing PJs. Yeah. But some of us don't wear PJs. Yeah. So maybe that makes other whatever people uncomfortable. You wear to bed. That's, I just, it's mm, too much. It's too much, too much. Too much. So yeah, just come comfortable. Right. It's not fancy. Hey, and let's, let's take a break. Yeah. Let's toss let's take off, a break. Let's toss off to a uh, support. Let's toss it off. Yeah. Good. Okay. Bye. Hi. Greetings. Hello. Uh- Hello there. I'm Alan Way, and I'm your dungeon master for this new live play Dungeons & Dragons podcast, Myths of Myria. This podcast is for those looking to rediscover the joy of adventure, and helping me on this journey is my lovable nerdy cast. I'm Josh Wagner, and I'll be playing... Shadow. I'm Jackson Parker, and I will be playing... Valros Visago. I'm Morgan Willis, and I'll be playing... If you like fantastical and otherworldly character-driven stories, political and military intrigue, snide gamblers, or discovering what's on the other side of the looking glass, then you are going to love our brand new podcast as a part of the LAS Podcast Network. New episodes every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcasts. To support our show and other local creators like us, subscribe to LAS Plus. And for more information on that, you can go to LASpodcastnetwork.com. And just remember, you don't have to know anything about Dungeons & Dragons to fall in love with this podcast. And little did you know that this entire trailer was the verbal components to a spell. And now you're enchanted to listen every Monday to Myths of Myria. So, welcome. 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 To Myria. L-A-S. Welcome back. Thanks for hanging with us so far. We're going to um, talk mm. about another another little thing I don't understand. Ooh, I'm ready. This one's going to be a little bit more personal. Okay. Uh, I, uh, as, as we have discussed before mm-hmm. on the show, I thoroughly believe in therapy. I yes. think it's one of the things that helps... Oh. We as humans grow, helps us as yes. humans grow. Uh, I also, uh, I have a 
psychiatrist oh. who um, uh, gets me the medication okay. that I need to help me with my anxiety disorder and sure. my periodic depression. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I am fully into the realm of mental health. I think yes. it's incredibly important for us. Mm-hmm. I think it has been for time, since time immemorial mm-hmm. downplayed yes. as, uh, as something that's um, silly, that's unnecessary, yes. that's maybe even not a real thing. Right. Trivial. Yes, yeah. trivialized or shamed. Shame. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, I, I want to talk a little bit about something that happened to me yesterday. I was having a therapy session, and I'm seeing a therapist who does a variety of mm-hmm. of types of therapy. Uh, she she does um, uh, substance abuse. She does trauma. She does both child and adult therapy. And one of the things that that she does is this form of therapy called um, uh, somatic psych experiencing S- somatic yeah. experiencing so, right 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 mm-hmm. um, modality yeah or somatic psychotherapy right yeah. which the the idea behind it is that uh, physically literally physically in the human body th- there are changes that are made in the chemicals and in muscles Mm -hmm. and in glands that have been created by experience, Mm -hmm. by trauma is what they focus on, but by everything. Mm -hmm. Everything that we experience in our lives can be at some level mapped out in our own physiology. Right. Because we as entities are not just an amalgam of separate systems. Mm -hmm. All of our systems work together. Our circular system works with our pulmonary system, works with our uh, uh, nervous system. Everything is working together. And simply because our thoughts, Mm -hmm. our experiences do not seem to be physical, or manifested physically mm-hmm. doesn't mean they aren't. Right. So that's step number one. That for a lot of people, myself included, mm-hmm. is a relatively big step to take toward belief. You mean to to understand that these things might be stored somewhere in your body kind e- of in exactly, a way? Exactly, exactly. So in what I would call my traditional upbringing. Yes, yes. It, that wasn't even thought about. Right. But much less, well, that's stupid. It doesn't exist. Yeah. We didn't say didn't that because it didn't. I it mean, would never be a. Mm-hmm. Right. So it it's taken me a long time to come come to a place where I'm like, yeah, I could I could I could maybe see how that works. Mm-hmm. Um, and. So my my last therapist moved um, away. I'm only assuming it's because of something I did. I'm sure, uh, but because <laughs> that's the way I work. <laughs> Your mind does, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, but um, 
Uh, anyway, so I was looking for another therapist, and, and you had mentioned this therapist to me. Yes, that I go to. That you go to, and yes. and and you had said that that she does some really great work, mm-hmm. and that she does a somatic thing, mm-hmm. but you don't have to go that route because she's got a bunch of different ways oh, that yep. she she takes people, um, hopefully toward healing. And uh, I've I've always been all right with experimenting. Sure, you know. I, anything like food, you know, whatever, just try it out. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So uh, even though I I was not 100% into this whole somatic thing, Mm -hmm. uh, I was like, sure. I mean, it's not, I was going to say it's not costing me anything, but you know, yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, While, while the somatic work is going on, there's, there is still the ability to to talk and and speech therapy is or talking therapy right, is really therapy. where you, I am. Do you mind if I interrupt you for no, a second for to say, to, can I just describe what it is? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think that that is helpful that she gets out basically like a table, mm-hmm. like a, a massage table, almost like kind of a thing. And, mm-hmm. and then um, you lay on the table and uh, she does these very specific and intentional holds on your body. It's like pressure points. Pressure points, yeah, like at the neck or at the whatever the different places are and um, and basically just helps to ground. You're ba- kind of borrowing. She has like a like grounding your energy. I don't really fully understand it. I did when she first explained it and then I've just mm-hmm. kind of not worried with it. But the fact that you lay on a table and you're, and you're just kind of talking, you're just having therapy. And, and a lot of it is, is about putting pressure on glands mm-hmm. on uh, uh, trying to get adrenal glands to to produce yes. whatever the hormone or whatever it is right that that you're you're working on at that mm-hmm. time and her theory it's not her theory but th- right. the theory behind it is that uh, something has occurred I- emotionally mm-hmm. that has created a physiological response mm-hmm. that makes certain, systems stop talking to each other yes. or talk to each other at the wrong time uh, because the, the, the body is essentially a kind of machine. Mm-hmm. And if, if, you, if you can imagine that, um, you know, you got a computer and a lightning strikes that computer, right. it's going to fuck up some of, some of the ways that those bits of computer talk to each other. Exactly. That's generally the sense of, of, of what this yes. kind of somatic theory is about. Okay. Sorry. Just wanted no, to no, that's mm-hmm. great. That's great. Um, so when, when, when this, when this is happening, um, she's, you know, she says, okay, now I'm going to, um, put my hands here. I'm going to put my hands here. And during the first, I don't know, months of this month, did you say months? Oh, months of this. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm the only thing I am noticing is at the end of it, all I want to do is sleep Ah. at the end of what's, what is occurring. All I want to do is Mm -hmm. go home and take a nap. But you didn't, you don't notice anything on the table when you're laying on the table. You're just laying there. I'm just laying there. Talking. Yep. I'm talking sometimes not. Oh, Um, that was not my experience. (laughs) Uh, and that's, that's part that's part to. of her thing is this oh. is that it, it, people experience these things in different ways. Right, right, right. She did say that. Yeah. 
And so um, what I was doing was I was looking at it as, oh, well, this is almost kind of like a massage. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's getting me to a point of, of relaxation, yep. of mm-hmm. calmness. Uh, if I didn't have to drive home, I would, I would go out into the receiving area. I would lay down on the floor and I would right. just take a nap <laughs> because it, it really did tire me out. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yesterday, she says to me, okay, we're going to do a different one today. Mm. It's one that we can't, can't do very often. We don't do very often. And then she starts talking about my hippocampus and my adrenal mm-hmm. glands and some other things. Mm-hmm. And um, so um, I'm, on, I'm on the table. And about half, halfway through, things are totally normal. Mm-hmm. And I'm not doing a lot of talking. She, she only talks when we talk. Right. Um, you know, not at the same time because right. that would just be confusing. Right. But if, you, if you're quiet, she lets it be quiet. If you talk, she'll engage. Right, right. right. It, at some point in that, I start getting really uncomfortable. Okay. Uh, I can't stop my legs from twitching. My hands are twitching. The small of my back starts hurting. And at one point, all I want to do is get the fuck out of that room. Mm -hmm. And I am working so hard. To control. To control Mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. It's pretty vulnerable. Because all I want to do is leave. Mm -hmm. And she starts, she starts going, it's okay. I'm here. It's okay. I'm here. And um, when it's when it's done, usually what happens is she'll say, "Okay, let's take two minutes of just quiet to calm down." Mm-hmm. At the end of that, she'll say, "Okay, just start stretching a little bit." Then after about a minute, she'll say, "Okay, you can you can sit up now." When she said two minutes of quiet, I thought, "Fuck, I am not going to get through this." There is no way I'm going to get through this two minutes of quiet. Um, because all I wanted to do was get out of that fucking room. Right. And um, I got through that, and she said, okay, go ahead and start stretching. I stretched. I sat up. I stood up. <laughs> and usually the what happens is I'll sit up, and she'll sit next to me. Yep. And we'll just talk about what happened. Mm-hmm. And most of the time it's, yep, pretty tired. Yep. I'm going to try and go home take a nap. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 right now, I still don't know what happened. Okay. I have no idea why that was my reaction. And, uh, that pisses me off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we talked about that because you know, I, you know, I said I don't know, I don't know why this is, right. why, why I reacted that way, mm-hmm. and I don't like it, you know. And she's yeah. like, "Well, that's because you know, you do research because you want to know the answer mm-hmm. to everything, and we may never know the answer to mm-hmm. this." Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, she said so. 
what's going to happen more than likely is throughout the next day, mm-hmm. sometimes maybe even the next week, you might get angry for no reason. You might start crying for no reason. You might be irritable. Um, you might feel hot flashes, feel cold mm-hmm. flashes. A, a variety of things mm-hmm. may occur because um, she didn't say it in this way, but mm-hmm. this is how I heard it. Um, because we've fucked up your system. Right. Shook some stuff up. <laughs> yeah, we shook some stuff up. Yeah. We have things now kind of communicating with each other. We have chemicals being released that maybe have not been released for mm-hmm. a while, or we've got s- whatever sensors inside your body picking yeah. up on chemicals that yeah. they've been become desensitized to or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I got in the car and... I was so fucking angry in the car <laughs> at nothing. I know. I have, I, I, I was just, I was like, uh-huh. and then I, you know, I texted my wife and I said, um, <laughs> I said, Hey, picking up the kid at noon today. I'm going to be at the store, by the way, really have to talk about the session. <laughs> 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 and so, uh, you know, we get, we get, I get home and I'm talking to her about it because she is very much, yeah, this stuff's You're right. pretty wiggy voodoo. Right, right. Right. Um, you know, I'm talking through it and I'm trying not to cry yeah. and I have no idea. Cause I'm not sad. I right. have no idea what the fuck is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and even right now I am still kind of at this. Is this something that is real? Is it a placebo response to stuff that has been to some kind of foundation that has been laid down? I still don't fully understand it. But I am physically, mm-hmm. physically mm-hmm. feeling a response to that event. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's, uh, boy, it's really done a number on me. Really? Yeah, yeah. In, in questioning or in? Certainly, like in, certainly mentally, intellectually. Mm-hmm. Um, physically doing it, did a number on you. Yeah, I... Mm-hmm. I you know, I, I told I told my wife yesterday, I said, I think you could break granite on my shoulders because oh. I was just I, yep. even right now, I'm, I'm incredibly tense talking about it. So I want to say clearly there was something. So it, it, it appears to me mm-hmm. that there ha- must be something in the past that has caused trauma mm-hmm. that in my milk toast life, um, I don't understand or try not to remember or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. one of the things that she talks about, which is where it gets real voodoo for me. Okay. Is the idea that, uh, trauma, according to this philosophy, Mm -hmm. trauma can be, um, 
genetically passed on from generation to generation mm -hmm. because great, great grandmother had a, a, a horrific moment mm -hmm. that physiologically changed some of the chemicals and the ways that right. her body produces those chemicals and reads those chemicals. Mm -hmm. And that malformation mm -hmm. is passed down to daughter, to son, to daughter, to son. Mm -hmm. And so like growing a third eye or mm -hmm. whatever kind of evolutionary thing is going on, that trauma then, the effects of that trauma then proceeds through right. subsequent generations. Right. And, um, boy, howdy, I know that in my family there is some historical tra <laughs> trauma <laughs> that nobody has chosen to deal with. Mm -hmm. Still not, I'm still not there right. at the point where I'm like, yeah, you know, all the trauma my dad had that he didn't deal with, that's physically in me. Mm -mm. Still not there. But, um, well, the door's open mm -hmm. to... But you're, maybe. It, but it sounds like you're glossing over your own personal traumas. You're 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 assuming that your life has just been squeaky clean of trauma. My life has been pretty squeaky clean. The the, the most traumatic moments that I remember mm -hmm. are um, the the deaths of my parents, mm -hmm. being the caretaker for my parents, mm -hmm. and um, you know. <laughs> being the dude that helps them die. Mm -hmm. Those I can look at and go, yeah, that, that shit fucked me up. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure I haven't dealt with it. Right. Um, and maybe that's what I'm working through. It, I don't know. It could be. It, there's. Um, but yeah. People, in my opinion, w the word trauma gets thrown around too much as like, um, you know, if you say, well, that's, you know, this was a traumatic event, people assume, oh, a car accident or your house burned down or oh. your parent died. Like something right. really, really, you know, where, every, where everybody can agree it's traumatic. Yeah, a traumatic event doesn't have to be extreme. I don't right. Think. And so, so I think a lot of people do gloss over they'll be like well i've had a very my life's been easy and then they'll tell a story from their childhood where they were you know bullied or you right. know something else happened but it's when it's those it's those with core memories where you like when you can remember distinctly where you were when it happened you know you were changed in a moment um whether it, you know even if it if it, if you described it like well everybody gets bullied well mm. then everybody's got a little bit of trauma right. you know i mean it's like <laughs> right. it's the the trauma word sounds like a giant thing mm. and it doesn't necessarily have to i mean breakups right. are traumatic um loss of friendships oh, yeah. uh very unsettling uncomfortable you know things where you're you know having to deal with that or you know major life changing events for people we deeply care about mm. um that affect us, change our life, mm -hmm. our, you know, life course, maybe even. Long-term constipation. Okay. See, and I mean, so that, there, so, so that, that's that, a perfect, <laughs> that's a perfect example of why you struggled so hard yesterday, in my opinion. <laughs> Vulnerability is not your hey, comfort. Hey, look, if I'm constipated for five days, uh, I and, am pretty fucking yeah, vulnerable. And there we go. Yep. Way to, good job. Okay. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> we were, we were just, we were getting so 
some good some good stuff in yeah. there. And wanted, then I just went and shit all I over it. Well, that's well, all right. you couldn't have shit all over it. You're constipated. Right, yeah, that's exactly. right. That's right. I, I will just say this that the first time I did the somatic experiencing, not knowing what to expect, mm-hmm. um, I was just laying there like, Oh, nothing's gonna happen. I mean, whatever. I wish she's touching my you know, she's got her hand in, like on two glands or whatever. I'm just Your laying shoulders there. Or whatever. Yeah, and I'm just laying there like, okay, whatever. And the next thing I know, I'm like, why are tears rolling down mm. my cheeks? And then uh, by the end of it, I looked like when in the movies, I, this is why I envision mm-hmm. when you see the people strapped down on like a gurney mm-hmm. and they're having like some sort of shock moment. Seizure. Yeah, seizure. Yeah, yeah seizure. Uh, my entire body was in convulsion. Wow. And my, I and my, I had, um, my teeth were clenched. I was, I had a lot of rage, mm. a lot of anger yeah. in my first one, especially. That's I, incredible. I pulled a Jason there where I filled in the blank yeah. in a moment of what I wanted you to say. Yeah. When her hand was on my shoulder. Yeah. I was like, she, uh, I was, she Dr. Stranged you where she just like knocked your soul out of your body. Oh. That's what I really wanted oh. you to say, but I, I just sort of wouldn't. Oh, yeah, Clean, you knew. Cleaned, cleaned the soul and yeah. then put it back in. Yeah, yeah exactly. Wouldn't that be awesome? Jackson knows enough to know the Doctor Strange references isn't going to come out of my mouth. <laughs> um, books. Anyway, yes, books. That was books. the random mo. Uh, your, your favorite books, your favorite stories, uh, audio books. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, the first one is not is not vulnerable. Okay. But I'll get I'll get to one. Okay. Um. Just about anything Shakespeare. Obviously, mm-hmm. I mean, if you know me, um, right? What? Shake, yeah. The the <laughs> uh, the complete the complete works is uh, is kind of my Bible. I think mm-hmm. I, I truly think that just about everything that you can understand about the human, um, you can get at some level from Shakespeare. It's sort of a um, um, a uh, augury system. You know, there's mm-hmm. some there's some people who who believe so wholeheartedly in the Bible that when they have a question they'll just open it up and put their finger on on a page and and whatever that passage is will help them answer some yeah. kind of question, you yeah. know. I don't do that, but I could imagine myself getting you to a should. point where I do that yeah. with, you know, with Shakespeare. Um and my uh, the plays that I'm drawn to uh, change, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for for a, a long time. Obviously, uh, uh, Hamlet was was the one that was really kind of pulling me. And I find the the older the older that I get, um, the more Lear is just just crushes me. Mm. Um, but in the same vein. Uh, once a year, once every two years, I will read Silas Marner, which I know I just triggered some people. Ah. I think some people are probably shaking and sweating profusely suddenly. Why? Because it, uh, they they were forced to read it as sophomores oh, or some oh, shit, which I is <laughs> a horrible, horrible torture. Uh. Um, I thankfully did not come to Silas Marner until I was in um, in college, ah. and uh, um, it affected me a little bit at that point but now I, I I can't read it without just losing myself in it and you know by the end of it just I'm a mess so th- those are the those are the two ones that I can I think I can say without, without. too much vulnerability wow it's so wild that your your books 
like what you read, you're so like there's a vulnerability to admitting what you read. What books are your favorite? The the, the one that is the most vulnerable to admit mm-hmm. my love for is um because uh well I, I it's probably been canceled oh okay. for good for good reason oh i see i see i see um and i have like our discussion today mm-hmm. i have flat earthed myself on this book oh as in, I am able to come up with so many reasons what? why we should read this book. I see. When it's... It's problematic. It, it is well beyond problematic. Oh, okay. Um, and it's uh, a Heart of Darkness. Um, the, the language in the book is just mesmerizing. Mm. And... The way I the way I view it is that it 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 is a not a diatribe, but it's in my view it's a clear stand against colonialism, against what the Belgians did in the Congo. I. I, th- in my mind, he describes Africans as human beings in a way that he he shows the the horrible way that the whites treated them and the the callousness of uh, the white colonial machine one of one of the best descriptions in in the book for me was a description about one of the white accountants where he says uh, the you know the man was 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 decked out in all all crisp white linen not a spot of dirt on it, which is impossible where he was. But if you scratched him on the surface and poked through the exterior, all you would find inside was a little dirt, maybe. And and to me, that 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 was the that encapsulated the entire book to me. Mm-hmm. That on the outside, the, the the colonial, crisp, white, organized appearance of what they were doing. Um, but if you just if you just take a moment to look at it, mm-hmm. it's dark, evil, dirty, uh, horrible. Uh, but it is a real understandably a a real flashpoint for a lot of people like he sounds like it yeah 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 i I, like i said i don't really uh read that sounds heavy 
It's heavy. Heavy book. It's heavy. I, I, the, the, the vast difference in the reading. When, whenever people say vast difference, I always imagine I hear vast deference I in know. my mind, and it brings me just a little bit of joy, which I needed in this moment because I felt like it was really heavy and I was feeling shitty about myself. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> feel real good about yourself. Mm-hmm. I've got like a stack of books by my bed and they've all been read like, I don't know, 10 pages in. And it's just, I really, they're pretty. I like them. I want to mm. read books. I um, admire people that read books. I want to be a book reading person. I have a friend who listens to this podcast who I used to introduce. This is my friend, Christy. She reads books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you devour short form. I, I mean, that's that's really where your world is, isn't it? Because that's all I can handle. Sure. And I wish I could right now think of some writers that I, you know, besides ones that we know that, you know, are fantastic. Well, I, th- I think people, and I wish this wasn't the case, but I, I think people put novels up as sort of the ultimate form. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're a novel reader, then, you know, flah, flah, flah. But that, mm, I, 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 I don't believe that's the case. I, there's short, there's short form is an amazing way to not just get novel like information, right. um, but it's also really the only way to get information. Yeah, you know? I do a lot of short form reading these days, yeah. and I don't do a lot of long form reading. Anymore. Oh yeah, that's yep. It's just I, it's what I can. It's like, because I can't, I can't, my attention span, I don't know, I can't do it. I just can't do it. You got, sh- you got shit to do. I got shit you to do. You got people to see. Yeah, I listen to podcasts. Me too. If I can do mm-hmm. anything, because it's, I got to keep moving. Right. Got to keep moving. I'm, I'm with you. My, um, uh, Jackson mentioned, uh, audio book. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I devour audio books. I love audio books, both long and short form. Mm-hmm. But still, my all time favorite Audiobooks were the Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. Um, de- um, when uh, when that first came out. Yeah. Yeah, because that. Oh, I wish I could remember the name of that dude. Yeah. Oh, me too. He, what are you talking about? He the dude? was the the. Oh, the guy that narrated yeah, it or yeah, whatever. Oh, okay. okay. The, the narrator. I I had his name memorized at one point because if I saw anything with his name on it, I wanted to to hear it. But just, um, just amazing, hundreds of characters. And each one's so, so Jim Dale? Jim Dale. That's the one, Jim Dale. There's a new one out, I think, that um, uh, Stephen Fry is doing. But I I just, I don't want to, I don't want to get that one. Because the Jim Dale was so freaking good. So good. good. That was a huge part of my childhood. Yeah. Was specifically the Jim Dale. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Oh. So good. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm not telling. I'm not telling no, you. You I gotta don't. listen to I, it. No, no, no. I no. I no. I mm, yeah. No. Yep. I don't. I'm, uh, I can't. I just. I'm bad. Bad books. I'm, I'm not good at the books <laughs> unless they are helping me with something. Well, that's it. I'm not gonna go. I'm not. I, I was gonna talk about the Kama Sutra, but I'm not going to oh. now. I'm surprised it took you this long to make a joke about it. Well, I thought it was coming <laughs> way earlier. <laughs> it's a fantastic book. Uh, Thanks for uh, hanging with us this time. Yes. And uh, we hope to see you at our live show oh. on July 22nd yes. at the Opus Cafe. It'd be so fun to see you there. And uh, hope to uh, talk with you next week. Yes, we'll see you next week. Or we'll 
Yep, that. <laughs> Have a good one, Neener. Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com.